All right, folks, we are streaming. We are live right here. I'm uh, I'm learning a few things. I don't know if this is uh, looking good right here or or looking childish. I got to be honest. I'm not sure. I like it. I think it matches. I uh, see so you're kind of uh, so you would say you're plugged into the wrestling outlet. How's that sound, everybody? Plugged into the wrestling outlet. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining me. I am Boxman, uh, David Richardson, whatever you guys want to call me. I don't really mind which, which whichever one. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is Wrestling Outlet. Right now, it's just me. I'm not quite sure uh, if Smart's going to join me tonight or not, but um, we'll find out. Otherwise, you got me. I've got plenty to talk about. Uh, we got a few things we can definitely get into. We got Vince Russo saying he's been working for USA. We've got the Amazon WWE thing. We've got Patrick Clark, Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara, all kinds of things to get into. And of course, AEW Dynamite. Tonight was the go home show for All Out coming up uh, Sunday night. And uh, real quick, I used this last week. And because I'm old and not very up on uh, technology like I should be, I didn't realize that in studio mode, I didn't, I was using studio mode so smart could uh, kind of get a view of what was going on. I didn't realize when you're in studio mode and say I put a picture up here, I have to tick it kind of right, slide to the right, and then you guys can see it. I'm sitting there last week talking about pictures uh, of things and you guys couldn't even see one i'm sitting there making fun of tony khan this is the picture we were talking about and um you guys couldn't even hear it or see it i'm sorry and i apologize for that i'm sorry about that i learned my lesson obviously actually did a uh did a show uh hollywood hangout um i'll be back on hollywood hangout uh, this sunday night you guys are welcome to go over to hollywood hangout uh youtube and uh check it out just look for our uh we have the little uh, Hollywood uh, star with the Hollywood hangout in the middle of it. Look for that. That uh, I did Beyond the Law, 1993, the true story of uh, Daniel Black, Daniel Saxton. Well, there were more names for him, whatever you want to call him. But uh, had a great time with that. And um, real quick while I'm mentioning that, I actually want to thank Lionsgate. They had blocked uh, blocked the review. I believe they thought it was a copy of the movie, a full copy of the movie. But when I just explained to him uh, exactly what was going on and that it was not a, um, a, co- a full copy of the movie, that all it was was just simply a review with audio and pictures, it was blocked everywhere. I mean, it was blocked in the United States. It was blocked in Vietnam, Guam, Colombia, everywhere. This fucking video was blocked. And I'm thinking this is going to take forever for them to get back to me. And literally, from when I left work to when I came home, which is a 45 to 50 minute ride, they had already got back to me. They lifted every block. And um, that was it. So, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lionsgate Films. Um I appreciate that. That was uh, that was pretty nice. That was pretty nice of you guys. And like I, 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 it was I was blown away a little bit by it, but um, that was pretty cool. So I'll be back doing Spawn this weekend. Uh, Todd McFarlane Spawn. So uh, check that out on Sunday night. But um, otherwise, like I said, I'm not sure if Smart is joining me. If he does, it's not a problem. I'll join him. Switch him right into this. Uh, 
right into the video feed here and make sure he's clicked over. But um, all right, so that is that right there. And I guess um, I guess I can knock out a few more plugs real quick if you guys don't mind. Definitely want you guys checking out the High Marks Mojo Cheese Man G Wiz. You guys should be checking them out. Uh, you can check check them out right here on YouTube. Just go to the Metal Mitt Podcast or Metal Mitt Network, and they are right there on there. And uh, go ahead and check them out. And of course, you have the Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, the EUP Network on Blog Talk Radio. That's Eric, Doug, and Daniel. Definitely want to be checking out those guys. You can check them out, like I said, Block Talk Radio and all the other podcast platforms. And check out Anthony and Teddy. Old Teddy Grahams and Anthony uh, over there on uh, the Weekly Detour. Find them on Spotify, playerf.fm. Just Google them if you can't find them anywhere. You will find them quickly. And Stephen Milan, he's over there reviewing those films. Over 10,000 films reviewed at letterboxd, B-O-X-D.com, slash Stephen Milan. There's two L's in Milan. And once again, don't forget Hollywood Hangout Sunday night. Be doing Spawn. And uh, I'm just going to do it the same way. I'm going to be doing the same thing. Play a few clips. Give some information. I have tons of information on that movie. So uh, that should be a great show on uh, on Sunday night. Man, I got to tell y'all. I... I need a drink, so I'm going to crack open this beer. Cheers to everyone out there. All right. So like I said last week, had no clue what that I was supposed to, uh, like I said, tick those pictures over. But um, we've got a few a few things to get into. I've also got the uh, little bit of Seth and uh, Matt Riddle, got his name back. And we can also talk, like I said, we're going to talk the uh, Eddie Kingston, Sammy Guevara thing. I've got the audio for that. We'll get into a lot of that. But um, I think what we can go ahead and uh, kick off the show with is the Vince Russo stuff. Um, here we go right here. Let me go ahead and knock, uh, get that picture over there. There's a little Vince Russo. Now, Vince Russo on his podcast uh, I think it's called the brand or I'm not sure what it's called anymore, but he's claiming that he has been in a consulting role with now. Now I, I, I do want to clarify cause I think people are not, are missing this. He's not saying he's working for WWE. He's saying he's working for USA network, not WWE. So I think that's a little bit of cover in his ass. I don't know, but he's saying it's not for WWH for USA Network. So a little different right there. Um, but uh, we've got some things uh, that we can go ahead and put up. Let me go ahead and do this real quick. All right, there we go. That'll help me read stuff too. So like I said, Russo uh, is saying uh, he went on to uh, kind of explain a little bit. And I'll put this up here so you guys can see. Russo said... I've been keeping a little secret for the last two plus years. I want to come clean. Well, bro, I'm going to break the news to you on this show. I have not said this publicly before. From March, or I'm sorry, from March, pre-mania, bro. I was right before Mania 2020. Up until this past Mania in 2022. So basically, bro, for two years, I was consulting for the USA Network, reveals Vince Russo. For two years, bro, USA Network paid me very, very, very well. So that's the first part. Um, 
so there you go. That's where he made the claim that he was uh, working for, again, USA Network, not WWE. Um, obviously, he would have been consulting for the wrestling show. I don't think he has much else in his, uh, you know, resume. So, <laughs> so I don't know what else he would be consulting about. But um, we had that. Now, he continued a little more, and he kept talking about this a little bit. And he says, now, if you want to know how this came about, let's take a couple steps back and I will explain it to you. I got in contact with the vice president at the USA Network who was overseeing Raw. He knew who I was, called me back immediately, and we had a long discussion. The first thing he did was he went directly to Vince McMahon. Huh. Interesting. I, 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 I mean... Does the guy have any reason to lie? Not really. Not in uh, this day and age when lies can be very easily, to, you know, weeded out, detected. Um, so, I don't know. Doesn't seem like he's lying to me, but uh, this all seems pretty weird. I mean, you know, it was, I mean, this isn't, uh, you know, Dixie sending the wrong email over at TNA. This is USA Network saying this guy has been consulting, working for, you know, he's saying he's been actually behind some of the stuff that we laugh and joke. Oh my God. It seems like Russo's behind this shit. Was he? He might, he looks like he might've been behind some of the shit that we were all joking about. He might be behind. Um, he kept going with one more. I'm going to post it right now for you guys. And, uh, he says this right here. The reason why I'm coming clean, blow, blow, bro, don't tell me what the fuck I'm talking about, Russo continued. When it comes to numbers, when it comes to networks, I don't care if it's 1999 or 2020. I know where they stand. I know what they are looking for. I know what's acceptable and what's unacceptable because I had communication with them for two straight years. So don't tell me what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. When I'm working directly with that network, the WWE Raw is on. There you go. <laughs> All right. So there you go. Once again, we got Vince Russo just keeping going. And now, once again, he. Listen, he went in the Attitude Era. Obviously, we had Vince Russo doing a lot of the uh, writing for the attitude area but we also had Vince McMahon as his filter which seemed to work very well it seemed like those two kind of had a uh kind of a little simpatico a little uh a little thing going right there they 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 meshed well together but let's face it Russo outside of the WWF WWE machine what successes are we looking at here WCW? No. no. TNA? They didn't bring any asses to those seats, did he? Not that I remember. Vince Russo was there for a while. Then then Dixie was consulting with him. I don't think that helped at all. Matter of fact, I, I think that, that was really not good for her, to be honest with you. So, a lot of things, man. I, I But, I mean, this is... Um, this is kind of crazy. Thinking that Vince Russo was actually sitting just doing all this stuff for, you know, WWE, at, you know, or 
or USA Network. Mainly USA Network is what he's saying. So I think it's pretty crazy that he was getting into all that stuff. And I don't know. I mean, it's probably a good move that he's not doing this right now. So, you know, I'm fine with it. But uh, I'm still just a little... I'm a little baffled on why they would keep bringing this guy back. Listen, I get it. USA, you know, the the, the vice president of uh, USA controlling Raw. I get why he would call them. I don't get why they would call him back. Honestly, I mean, like I said, without Vince there, Russo, I mean, and maybe, the, listen, Russo might be a little out of touch. I mean, the the guy just, you know, sits at home and basically watches fucking teen mom shows. He's I, That's about all he does at this point in his life. So I don't give a shit what he does, but I mean, he really, I, he's got nothing better to do, I guess. He just, All he wants to do is sit there and, I don't know, he, he, he begs for jobs. And what did he fix? What got better? Nothing's got better. It, things are starting to look up a little bit from what I see, what I hear. Um, like this Seth and uh, Matt, this Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle thing right here we're about to talk about. Yeah, I need another sip. This, uh, this uh, Seth Rollins, Matt Riddle thing we're about to talk about here. That's really interesting shit. I actually find that incredibly interesting. Um, I think it's actually pretty goddamn cool what they got going on there with Seth and uh, Matt Riddle. Now, I know I haven't really uh, been up and watching the uh, WWE, but listen, I still uh, I still, I, I still, do this show, so I still keep up with it as much as I can. And, uh, you know, I, I, there's plenty of other shows that have raw reviews. I listen to uh, uh, post-wrestling. Uh, Pollock and Waiting, uh, Solid Monster. So, you know, I still, and he's been doing the Raw reviews uh, right after Raw. So, you know, I still keep up with it. Now, I did hear this uh, Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle. Once again, Matt Riddle did get his name back, which I think is awesome. I don't understand the whole name changing thing. I I think it's a little bullshit. I, I think it's ridiculous. And it's, it's, yeah, spoiler alert for Friday, if you don't want to hear, I'll give you a second. But uh, looks like Pete Dunn might have got his name back, too, and is no longer Butch. He was out there in his regular uniform and uh, or gear, and we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that one, too. But um, there you go on that right there. And um, all right, so let's get into this uh, Matt Riddle and uh, Seth Rollins thing. Um I guess what they were going for is it's supposed to look like they were clearing. They were already off camera. And uh, this is what we got. Uh, here, give me one minute. Let me get loaded up on a VLC for you guys. And let me get some sound for you guys. And let's go ahead and get this bad boy going right now. And clear. We good? Yeah. yeah good. Go Riddle, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Let's talk about my family, man. Let's talk about your family. Oh, wait, you ain't got one because your wife divorced you and took your kids and they don't want to see you anymore, huh? What did you just say? Yeah, you heard me. Where you are you? Me. Where are you? I'm here. Come find Where? me. Dude, you don't get I'm not going to beat you up. I'm oh, going to oh, f*** you up, bro. Where the oh, f*** are you? All right, Where are on. you? Come find Where? me. Where are you? Dude, you don't get it. I'm going to smash your face oh, in. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Keep playing games, bro. Keep playing games. I'm going to f*** 
you up. Face on Riddle there. Um, that's great shit. I think that is great stuff. The face on Riddle, he is pissed. He is emotional. Um, you know, we're not sitting here with uh, dude, bro, bro, dude. Look, I got no problem with that. <coughs> I've got no problem with that, Matt Riddle. Um, you know, the, the the stoner guy, the fun. That's fine. There's a zero issues with that with me. Um, but this... This guy is a legit fighter and could fuck someone up. Um, and he looks like it. He may look like a fun time and guy, but he also looks like he could definitely fuck someone up pretty bad. So I don't know. It uh, This is fucking really good stuff right here between these two guys. And like I said, it made it, they were making it seem like they were off camera and he made the remark. Um, they were so off camera that they had to bleep the word bitch. Of course, this was off of WWE's website, I'm sure. Um, but uh, great stuff there, man, with these two guys. So, you know, we are definitely seeing a few changes under this uh, Triple H. Um, kind of with Triple H running things right now. And uh, I'll tell you the truth, man. It's making me want to uh, give it another shot. Give Raw another shot. I might actually have to do that. Um, I can always watch it on Tuesday. I don't have to watch it live. But... Uh, I thought that was a great segment between those two guys right there. Uh, like I said, you know, you saw some passion, some anger that we haven't seen out of Matt Riddle. Um, you know, like I said, he's just been kind of the guy out there with, uh, you know, kicking off his his fucking flip-flops with birds flying out of his ass. And that's pretty much what we've gotten from him most of the time. So it was pretty good to see uh, him out there doing that and uh i'm i'm really glad to uh, that i i really hope that they can just keep keep him going with this little uh little thing he's got going because really this this is the matt riddle i think more people want to see i mean he's a pretty goddamn like i said he's a legit badass and can fuck people up so yeah dirk says you know it's good when Meltzer and alvarez liked it uh yeah there you go. <laughs> Dirk said he can, I'll tell you about Raw. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I thought it's great. Like I said, I really feel that sometimes um, it, it's, it's making me want to go back and check out Raw again, which that ain't an easy task to do because I really don't don't have any desire to go back and watch Raw anymore. I'm actually enjoying not watching Raw, to be honest with you. But um, there you go. There you go with that right there. And uh, I guess we can just kind of move along a little bit. This, uh, once again, I wasn't prepared to do a uh, solo show tonight. So I might not be on here too long. Like I said, I don't have that much to really get into. Uh, we already talked about the Russo thing. I'm definitely going to get into the Velveteen Dream uh, thing. There's a lot of uh, bullshit going on out there about the Velveteen Dream thing. So probably probably a damn good idea to uh, try to see if we can sort some of that stuff out because there's a lot of shit going on. Um, and when it broke, I think it was yesterday, it, it, 
my God, everyone was putting, oh, he got arrested for drugs and drug charges and this and that. Not exactly. Not exactly how this worked. And uh, we'll get into it, though. Let's not worry about it. We'll, we'll definitely get into that. Um, matter of fact, you know what? Let's go ahead and get right into it now. What the fuck? Let's get right into it now. A little bit of Patrick Clark. Um, Patrick Clark was uh, obviously the former Velveteen Dream. He was arrested uh, twice this week. Um, he did have a, a, a mugshot that was put out, which uh, I can actually get you right now. I will get that put up on the screen right here. There you go. That is the mugshot he had put out. Now, you see what it says right there. It says Velveteen Dream was arrested on Friday in Orange County, Florida, on an out-of-county warrant for possession of drug paraphernalia. Now, first of all, a lot of people didn't read that first word or that last word, paraphernalia. Uh, a lot of people immediately just read drugs. They didn't read the last word paraphernalia or don't know what paraphernalia is. It's a very long word. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's a long word. So um, I'm not sure which is which, but it seems like a lot of people didn't actually read that last word. So what happened is he was first arrested on August 20th, which would have been, you know, last week, a uh, week before last, by Orlando Police Department, and booked on misdemeanor charges of battery and trespassing, uh, trespassing onto property following a warning. Um, I'm reading this from TMZ. TMZ noted that they are working on finding out exactly what Clark did to receive those charges. Don't know, still hasn't been out there yet. Now, his attorney filed a plea of written plea of not guilty and uh, had an arraignment hearing. And, and uh, it was for September, but it got canceled. So the arrest that happened on the 26th that they are talking about, it kind of was for a drug charge. But what had happened, he stemmed from a previous drug charge. He was booked on a warrant for a violation of his probation. So that is what had happened there. So really, it was a violation of probation that got him picked up. Um, he did get picked up for the basically what happened is the battery charge caused them to pick him up on this warrant. That's what happened. So the 20th got him. His PO probation officer probably found out about it. And that just sparked him to say, go pick him up. He's violated. And when you violate, they come pick your motherfucking ass up and you go back to jail, usually. Um, but since there are misdemeanor charges, I don't know. Now, according to what I've been reading, um, basically the possession of cocaine and destroying evidence. By destroying evidence, I guess they say he snorted the cocaine right in front of the officer trying to dodge the possession charge it was like 0.1 gram so it wasn't uh, like he you know buried his face in a fucking pile of cocaine or anything and they're saying that uh ashante the adonis was who actually ended up bailing him out of jail for that uh, that charge back then so i don't know um now listen this is a this is a tough one here with dream um First of all, all the stuff that, oh, isn't he a pedophile? Isn't he this? Isn't he that? We could say that, but the guy has not been, I mean, 
WWE found no wrongdoing, and I know, oh, well, oh, well WWE said it. It's got to be true. It's not what I think. I basically think that if WWE, being a publicly traded company, if they had found anything with this guy, I believe they would have fucking fired him immediately. I still don't think they did. I think they fired him because they keep getting backlash. Every time this guy would walk out in near the fucking ring, walk down the ramp, everyone's out there calling him a pedophile, which he was never charged for. You know, it, it was alleged. They had a two-second clip of him going, what school do you go to? That's it. That's what. That's your fucking evidence? That's your fucking evidence? I don't think so. I'm sorry. I don't think so. I, that, that's, that, that's some bullshit to me. But this here, I don't know what the battery charge was for. I don't know what the trespassing charge was for. And the drug charge, like everybody, everybody's got their fucking demons, you know. Everybody's got their demons. I don't, I don't think this guy probably should be back wrestling right now. Obviously, I don't think he should be. I do think it's a pretty sad, uh, you know, as Dirk is saying in the chat room. You know, damn, this guy has really fallen from grace. I agree, he really has. It's kind of and and it's and it's kind of sad because. You know, he's a really fucking damn good talent. He really is. He had a great gimmick. The gimmick was over as fuck. But people quickly turned on him. Quickly turned on this man. And like I said, listen, if he did what he's accused of, you know, the whole pedophile thing, put this motherfucker under the jail. I don't care if he ever gets fucking out of jail at that point. If he's innocent of it, like he claims, and like WWE found no wrongdoing, he gave him the he gave him their his phone. So I don't see where they could have found any wrongdoing. If he's not guilty, I do feel a little bit bad for the guy. Meanwhile, he's out there still committing stupid, 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 stupid crimes, um, and doing stupid, stupid stuff. I don't feel bad for him for that. The guy's, I, you know, if I can do the crime, do the time. You know, you got to pay the piper eventually. You know. Don't do stupid shit if you're, you know, don't, if you don't want to pay consequences, I wouldn't do stupid stuff. So that's just how it works. But, you know, but a lot of people were jumping out and saying, oh, well, he got arrested for drugs again. This fucking pedophile. We got to stop this. This is what ruined his career in the first place. Just all of us, you know, I mean, listen, I defended him back then a little bit just because I, of how forthcoming he was being a, a, a guilty person won't give you his phone fuck you get a warrant that's what a guilty person says fuck you get a warrant you don't have a warrant i'm not giving you my phone no no you can't have my phone and then goes home and erases it that's what a fucking guilty person does a, a, an innocent person doesn't come just hand over their fucking cell phone you know say, here take it do what you got to do that's not how it goes that's not usually how it goes at least but um you know, obviously, like I said, he's still out there doing stupid stuff. And, you know, he's going to have to pay for this one. It's tough to get arrested. It's very tough, folks, to get arrested two times in one week. Um, number one, tough to get arrested. Number two, tough to be let out. But I think they said it was a uh, like a $1,200 bond, which is like 120 bucks. So, really, he paid nothing to get out of, out of jail. And... Um, that was really it with him, though. So I don't know. He'll obviously have to face charges on this one. And if he violated probation, he may actually see some jail time from that. Um, 
and like I said, he's being picked up on a violation of probation. So he may, he may actually do a little bit of jail time. I guess we can all, uh, we'll all find out as we go. And I'm sure there'll be more on this whole thing a little bit later. But um, uh, there you go. So I don't know. Like I said, I thought I would throw that one out there real quick for you guys. I know it's kind of been a big topic throughout the week. So I figured I would go ahead and do that real quick. Um, so, all right. Got Christopher Kane jumping on in the chat. What's going on there, Christopher? Good to see you. Good to see you. Once again, I'm glad you guys are kind of making this little transition over to YouTube. Um, Mixler is still not working for me. And it seems like it's just me. It's just me. Um, I don't know. But I showed Smart what it was doing. It literally just will not stay connected. It just won't stay connected for me. So I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do right now, I'm, to be honest with you. I kind of like YouTube. I kind of like what I can do here. A um, little more fun. A little more fun. I can do different little borders like this throughout the week or throughout different shows but i like the blue like i said it's kind of like a electricity kind of plugged into the wrestling outlet goofy i like it whatever i'm an old awkward goofy dude sorry been like that my whole life but anyway um once again i'll just uh pop that little picture back up there that was uh once again velveteen dream um but i think we're good i think we're good on uh, on Velveteen Dream, like I said, I, I, I he's gonna pay. I do feel a little bit bad for the guy, not a lot. He's out there doing stupid shit, so I don't feel horrible for him. I felt bad for him before, but now I don't. Um, but I, I really hope this guy can get his act together because he he's a really good talent. He's a like I said, a great talent. Knows how to work a gimmick, and um, if he can get his shit together. I think he can uh, maybe make a comeback. Maybe. Like I said, as soon as he walks near a fucking wrestling ring, everyone is immediately calling him fucking a pedophile. So, you know, it, it, it's going to be tough. But uh, I guess we'll see what happens uh, with that right there. But, um, all right. So there's there's Dream right there. Now, I guess with a little more shit kind of going down and... Um, a little more things going on. I guess we can get into, uh, I guess, Sammy Guevara and uh, Eddie Kingston, I guess, had a little, um, a little, a little tiff, a little spat. Looks like uh, Eddie Kingston was a little miffed at Sammy Guevara for, for calling him fat. Um, I, I always thought y'all New Yorkers had a like really tough, like thick skin and could take a take something like that. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong before. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. But um, let's go ahead and uh, knock that up. So let's. I'm going to bring up this picture right here because this is how it kind of started. I'm going to play the audio for you guys. Like I said, I've had a lot of luck doing this the way I've been doing this with the pictures and the audio. I need to read up more on fair use, copyright laws and stuff so I know what I can and can't do. I'll do that. But uh, right now, I've got a uh, little audio, a couple pictures I'll show you. And uh, there we go. Give me one sec to get the audio up for you guys. Oh, got a little 
thing before it. There we go. They're laughing at Ortiz there. Uh, Ortiz is a crazy son of a bitch, man. I fucking love that guy. Look, I, I don't like sometimes he oversells and makes him, makes kind of a fool of himself, but the guy's fucking great. Anyway, back to uh, Sammy and Eddie here. Um, like I said, uh, they did this that promo supposedly caused a little heat enough to actually get Eddie Kingston to basically go after. Um. Sammy Guevara attack him and end up being suspended because of it. Uh, two weeks off. I guess he was planning on taking that little vacation there, like like he said he was. But um, I guess I guess that's the way it went down. Is uh, after that promo, um, Guevara said he went he went in the back, and Kingston was right there in Gorilla all over him. Like what the fuck? You can't fucking call me fat. You can't fucking do that. So. I I don't know. Um, now they've said that. Uh, yeah, disco has disco in front of has a lot to say about everybody. Um, I got to tell y'all, I really take no stock in what disco Inferno has to say. I really feel that he's kind of uh, basically. I feel like disco Inferno. All all he wants to do is keep his name in the. Uh, like, absolutely just in anybody's fucking mind at any time, just so people remember who the fuck he was. It doesn't matter. No one cares. I, I just, I really just put no fucking stock into anything Disco says. It's all just for fucking heat and just for hype. Don't listen to that guy. Don't fucking listen to him. I mean, whatever you want, I say don't listen to him. But anyway, you got Sammy and uh, Eddie Kingston here. But I, I, I according to... 
Sammy, they've, uh, you know, they, 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 they talked and there were rumors that these guys actually apologized for their behavior tonight. Eddie Kingston is, was back. We didn't see him tonight. Not that I, not that I remember, but, um, obviously we've got, uh, you know, this little thing. Now they were supposed to have a match at all out. Um, they are not having a match at all out. Eddie Kingston now will be uh, wrestling uh, Tomohiro Ishii at the pre-show, the Zero Hour, uh, which will be Sunday. And I'll uh, run down what the card is for uh, All Out in just a minute here. Um, I, well, I'll do it after uh, after I talk about, or right before I talk about uh, AEW Dynamite tonight. Um, I'll do that. But that's who, he's get, who he got instead. But Savvy Guevara did kind of get on um, his uh, vlog, vlog, and basically he kind of said that it's kind of sad that people are kind of throwing shade at him. He's like, Guevara, you know, he, he said, listen, I've read so much random stuff where it's just like, dude, where are you getting this? People making up so much stuff. Uh, you know, he, he, despite being perceived as being difficult, he actually had a few people stick up for him. Paige, Scorpio Sky, Sanjay Dutt. Um, you know, kind of stuck up for him, but basically he's just saying that a lot of the shit going on or, you know, being said out there is just not true about him. And, you know, it, I gotta say, I, I kind of feel like Eddie Kingston should have a little thicker skin. This is fucking wrestling, man. This is wrestling. I am sure, I am sure you have had worse said about you. I am sure you have said worse about people. I am sure it has happened. I'm just a little confused on how suddenly Eddie Kingston just has thin skin and is, oh, bro, you can't fucking say that. You can't call me fat. What? What? Jesus Christ. Piggy James. I mean, they, they, they had a whole thing called Piggy James in WWE where they called fucking Mickey James fat. They used to call uh, Vicky Guerrero fat. Otis is fat. They have called him fat and out of shape before. I don't see him getting pissed about it. I'm sorry. But um, I I got to tell you, man, it just seems like everything now in AEW is like now everything is a backstage problem. Oh, this is this one's unhappy. That one's unhappy. This one's pissed at this one. That one's pissed at this one. This one went into business for himself. Punk was Punk shouldn't have said that about Paige. Paige shouldn't have said that about Punk. What the fuck is AEW the new Donald Trump? It's I mean every fucking article lately is about how there's problems backstage. There's problems this. There's problems with that. I'm sorry, I don't believe a lot of this. I think a lot of this is bullshit. I think people are trying to cause more problems than is actually happening back there. I don't really think there's all these fucking problems. I just don't. I don't really feel that they're out there. Um, I mean, obviously, this one was real. Both guys confirmed it. Eddie Kingston said he, he was out of line. Sammy said he may have been out of line, too. I really don't feel like Sammy Guevara was out of line. I, think he, I don't think he said a goddamn one thing wrong, but... I, I, I just, th I mean, all right, there you go. Malachi, rumor is Malachi Black asked for his release. Maybe. Maybe. Where's he going? Oh, what, did he get a phone call from, uh, did he get a phone call from Stephanie? 
Hey, Malachi, how are you? <laughs> Feel like shooting shit? No, no, I don't know. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I actually didn't see that rumor, Dirk. I didn't see that. Um, but uh, there you go. There's that right there. I, I just really feel that AEW right now, for some reason, I'm noticing this trend where every other article about AEW is someone's upset backstage. Someone's pissed off about this. Tony Khan's, Tony Khan's attitude has everybody worried. Yeah. Let me show you one more time. This guy. <laughs> this, this, this guy. This guy's got you worried? Let's calm the fuck down, people. If this guy's got you worried, I think we all need to fucking really take a, uh, take a little step back here and uh, and just think. Just, just Things can't be that bad. I know it's a private company and they can get away with a little more, but I just don't think this guy is backstage causing problems. Um, I really don't. I mean, look, maybe it was a little WCW 2000 run back there, but it looks like they're getting that shit put back together now. It looks like they're getting, you know, they're getting a, uh, a, as long as they don't get writers, but they're getting a, you know, a a talent team put together and all that shit. So everything should be fine. Everything should be just fine. So not that worried about it right now. I just, it's just very, very odd that suddenly all these stories are coming out and coming out and coming out. And it's like, Man, what the fuck is going on here? Like, why? Why suddenly are all these fucking stories coming out? AEW hire Kevin Sullivan. AEW needs a booker. I think they have him. Matter of fact, what is Ace Steel that was out there tonight? I think that's what he does. I don't know. I think that's what Ace Steel does, though. I think maybe he's a agent, producer, booker. Um, and you see how they kind of poked fun at the whole punk going off script and offline you know in a business for himself i thought that was actually kind of funny that they did that on aew tonight so but uh all right i guess we can keep rolling from there just awfully thirsty tonight let's see one thing here someone just sent me something in the old messenger let me pull this up folks i don't know if this might add more light to my face when i do this i apologize if it does um, yeah, Dirk sent me something here. Oh, here we go. Malachi Black asking for his release. Let's see. Let's see who's putting this up. It's ringside news. I'm, I'm, I, I may have to block you from the chat. Uh, okay. It's Brian. Al- it's Brian Alvarez. You're safe, Dirk. You're safe. <laughs> as long as, as long as it wasn't ringside news, we can talk. We can talk. Uh, yeah, Brian Alvarez says Malachi Black asking for his release. Now let's see what happens. Um, and immediately people are all over. Oh, you and Meltzer lie. Alistair Black is a traitor. I love how he actually spelled it T-R-A-D-E-R, like the guy's just out there bartering for shit uh, instead of T-R-A-I-T-O-R, which is what a traitor would actually. God, I love these. Oh, good night, little one. No, okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was my my almost three year old. She actually should be three September 9th, My uh, my little one there. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, 
Oh, boy. Listen, I know it could be a, uh, what do you call it, autocorrect, but that's one you might want to look at. Yes, Alistair Black is a traitor. He's out there. He's out there just bartering for shit. He's trading. He's at the flea markets. He's 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 a trader. He's at the flea market selling shit. That's what he's doing right now. Um, <laughs> I love these people. They get so passionate, folks. You're allowed to enjoy any fucking wrestling you want. Any any company, any wrestling. If you like indie wrestling, good. You like women's wrestling, good. You're allowed. Don't listen to anyone. Alistair Black is a trader. Uh, let's see. Another. I'm just going down some of these here. I almost want to just. Put this bad boy up online. I think I can actually do that too. Uh, but I'm not going to. Boo woo woo. Boo hoo hoo. AEW traps their people and doesn't do right by them. Boo hoo hoo. They are the worst. They are unfair. Let the hypocrisy begin. Huh? Hopefully Tony grows a pair and holds him to his contract and lets him show up for every show and sit in the back reading a book. Enough of the clowns trying to run the circus. Well, very interesting. Um, boy, there's some very strange pictures on uh, on Twitter tonight. Um, and I do I did see the picture of uh, Davy Boy Smith's uh, daughter doing the hairstyle with the the, the red white blue beads to honor her father. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool picture right there. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. I don't need to post it. But, um, all right. So, Alistair Black asked for his release. Okay. Good. I don't know. If he did, he did. He did the same thing at the other company. And look where that got him. Got him right over to AEW. And now they're not using him. I don't know. At some point, like I've said before, there, there there's a common denominator usually. I'm just saying. Cheers, everyone out there. A little cheers for you. Anyway, um, we're going to move on just a little bit here in just a second. Like I said, I was not prepared to be doing a uh, solo show tonight. Thought uh, being joined by Smart, but uh, not a big deal. We'll get a few things here uh, going in just a minute here, but. Uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, the only other thing I've got is WWE and Amazon have filed a lawsuit against some counterfeit title belt merchants. Um, more like 13. Uh, again, it's WWE and Amazon together. They had a little press release um, and it made uh, specific mention of one defendant found to be operating out of New Jersey. In addition to the civil lawsuit, two connected individuals were also facing felony counterfeiting charges for the sale of inauthentic WWE title belts. WWE also worked with Middlesex County law enforcement to identify those individuals. Amazon uh, decided to jump on with, because I, uh, I think they were using Amazon to sell these, um, saying they were official and licensed WWE products and they were branded, but they obviously were fakes and they were actually somehow Amazon's counterfeit crimes uh, division got wind of it and investigated it and found out that they indeed were selling counterfeit title belts. So 
they have filed a lawsuit. Um, this doesn't sound good. I don't. That's that's not good. WWE will go after you for that shit. I expect some jail time out of this. They're not gonna. This won't fade away. We may we may not hear a lot about it, but I don't see this fading away at all. Um, like really at all. I don't see this fading away at all. So we'll 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 definitely get more updates on it as it uh, as it goes along. But um, all right, folks, let's go ahead. And uh, we'll get into, uh, you know what, like I said right before, let me get into AEW. Um, I hadn't got all out card up yet, but if you give me just a second, I think you guys can see that I'm typing. All out 2022, we'll see what we got right now. Matches. Holy shit. Folks, we're looking at 14 matches, including three Three matches on the uh, zero hour, the pre-show. So here we go. I'm not going to do predictions. Um, I guess I can. What the hell? We got time. We got time. I'll knock out. So I, I'll go ahead and do predictions real quick. I, I can do that. All right. We've got uh, Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. I see. Uh, I see Kingston winning this match. Uh Pack versus Kip Sabian. Uh, Sabian's just coming back. Does he win his first match back somehow by hook or crook? It is for the AEW All Atlantic Championship. I'm going with Pack. I'm going with Pack. Uh, we've got Hook versus Angelo Parker. This is for the FTW Championship. I see zero reason to take that thing off a of hook right now. He hasn't done much with it, so I don't think anybody else is going to do much with it, so just leave it on a hook. At least it got a little buzz for a while there. We've got the Elite, uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus uh, with Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson um, versus that's going to be to be, to be determined. That will be for the uh, Trios Championship. And uh, I think that's, uh, I think Friday we'll wrap that one up. Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. That's going to be a good fucking match right there. And I, Wardlow's got that. I know this isn't for any title, but Wardlow's got that fucking title over his shoulder. And unless these guys cheat, but you see, here's the problem: you got Wardlow coming in with that fucking title over his shoulder, and FTR who's been putting on great fucking matches. You do you want them to lose, or do you want the guys that are just coming in? To lose. So I still got Wardlow and FTR on that one. Uh, Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter versus Hakaru Shida. And that is for the uh, four way match for the interim. Another fucking interim. Ugh, AEW uh, Women's Championship. For some reason, I see this coming down to Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Britt Baker tells her to lay down. Jamie Hayter says, fuck no. And Jamie Hayter takes this home. That's what I want to say. But then you got Tony Storm in the mix. I honestly don't see Sheeta taking this. Um, I just don't. Nothing against Sheeta. I just don't see her being the one to take this out uh, or take this down. Storm is a possibility. I think it's between Storm. I, 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 I'm going to go with Jamie Hayter. 
I need more Jamie Hader on, on, on my television anyway. Most definitely. Most definitely do. All right, we got the casino ladder match. Uh, we're obviously going to have a joker for this match, so we're not sure who the last person is. Right now, we've got Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, Penta, Ray Phoenix, Roosh, Andrade, and Dante Martin in this match. If this doesn't sound like this is going to be a fucking badass ladder match, I don't know what you're expecting. This right here, these guys are going to put on a fucking spectacle. I think it, you, I, this, this, this should be a fucking match coming up Sunday. Um, who would I... Who would be coming in? I guess you could have Samoa Joe be the... Um, I don't know who else you would get to to, to come in and, and do this. Unless someone new comes in. I don't know. But... Um, Now, remember, the winner of this will get a world championship match. I'm going to go, I hate to say this, but I think Andrade might take this. I'm going to go with Andrade. I know that might be kind of a non-popular answer, but I'm going to go Andrade. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go with Andrade on that one right there. Um, let's see. We got Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Just a singles match. Uh, I see Jericho pulling this one out. I, I, someone in the Jericho appreciation society is probably going to, uh, get involved with this. So who knows, but I'm going to go with Jericho taking this one. Um, we've got one of the worst fucking tag team names swerve in our glory. Ugh, that sounds like an insult. This motherfucker was swerving in my glory. Next thing you know. I knocked him the fuck out. You don't fucking ever swerve in my glory, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know where they come up with some of these names. But this just seems like you're insulting someone. What the fuck you doing swerving up in my glory, bitch? What, what, what are you doing? Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus the acclaimed. This is for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Swerve and Strickland just got these belts. I see absolutely zero reason to take it off of them. Um... I would say just leave it on the guys. I would say just leave it on them. There's, it's not like they have anything really big to do. Um, we got another singles match. Uh, we got Jungle Boy here and Christian Cage. I see Jungle Boy taking this one out. I don't think Christian's there to win big-time matches. I think Christian is there to put over young guys. Jungle Boy is one of those young guys. So I definitely think that uh, Jungle Boy will be taking that one down. Uh, we've got Starks versus Powerhouse. Hobbs It's another singles match. It's going to be a good one. I think um, Starks has to take this after that fucking promo he got. After that promo, you got to give this one to him. Jade Cargill versus Athena, AEW TBS Championship. Any reason to take it off Jade and give it to Athena right now? Any reason? Is Athena running that hot that she needs this? I don't think so. So I'm sticking with Jade Cargill retaining. House of Black. Uh, maybe Malachi Black. I don't know. Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Miro, Darby Allen, and Sting. Boy, that was an odd little backstage segment with those two tonight. We got a little bit of a uh, little bit of Joker Sting. I don't know if y'all noticed that. We got a little bit of Joker Sting tonight. I kind of liked it. Um, 
Six-man tag team, no titles on the line. I see House of Black taking this match down. And uh, John Moxley versus CM Punk. Whew. Do you give it to Punk, and does MJF come back and take it off Punk? Why would you have put it back on John Moxley just to put it back on Punk? Makes no sense, but... But that could be the case. I, man, my gut tells me to go with Punk. <laughs> Seriously, my gut's telling me to go with Punk here. Um, I'm going to go with Punk. My gut's telling me to go with Punk. I go with my gut. I'm going to go with my gut on this. I don't know why. I don't think it would make sense. But after what happened tonight, after uh, that the, the, the you know Ace Steel slapping him and shit. I think we'll see. I think we'll see what's uh what happened. But I think Punk might be the one to take that down, take that one out. Again, it it wouldn't make any fucking sense for them to do it the way they did it. But it didn't make any any fucking sense for them to do it the way they started doing it. You know, there there was no reason to make Moxley an interim champion. Guy can't defend a belt within 30 days. Fuck you. We're stripping you of the title. Moxley's champion. This this, this, this was all just overbooked and convoluted, in my opinion. I, I don't really, I didn't really give a shit <laughs> about it. <clears throat> See that? I can just be sitting here and start talking. Um, but anyway, I guess uh, on that note, that was all out right there. <clears throat> Should be a great show. 14 minutes. It's going to be a long fucking show luckily none of us work monday most of us are off monday not everybody but uh most of us most of us are off on monday for labor day so all right another swig cheers okay so let's go ahead and get into aew then i can knock on out of here guys we're already at almost an hour so that shouldn't be a problem at all. Like I said, I wasn't prepared. I need to start, I guess, always preparing just in case I need to do a solo show. I don't know. I can do that. I guess I can do that. Meanwhile, I'm having fun. So, what the hell, right? All right, let's get into this AEW. Dynamite. Tonight was once again. They were in Chicago tonight. Already getting uh, already getting in Chicago for the uh, this was the go home show for All Out, which we just talked about. Um, right away, we get Moxley out there, and uh, he kind of cut the usual Moxley Moxley promo. I felt I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kick your ass. I lay out an open challenge. Everyone wants to come out here. Blah 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 blah. I'm John Moxley. I'm gonna fucking bleed. Blah blah blah. Not really sure what else to say there, folks. Um, I think I actually summed that up pretty goddamn good, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really feel like I did. I think I actually summed that up very well, to be honest. Uh, so <laughs> there you go with that. Um, so that was how the show started. And then Garcia and Jericho were backstage. They did a quick little promo backstage. There's still got a little tension going on between them, as um, as we saw again tonight. Um, but this, you know, a little different this time with Garcia, but we'll uh, we'll get into it in a minute. Um, then we get Brian Danielson and he comes on out there. We've got, uh, Regal coming on out. He joins commentary. Jake Hager comes out. 
Jericho joins commentary, so now we got them both on commentary. Now, because, you know, four people's not enough. We need six, seven, eight. Um, I think whoever's not wrestling should all come out and be on commentary. Everyone. Everyone not wrestling should all come out and be on commentary. How would that be? Would that help? Would everybody like that one a little better? No? No? Me neither. Just kidding, folks. So... Uh, again, we get everyone out there on commentary. Uh, Danielson, after a, f- f- I gotta tell you, I didn't want to take notes. I wanted to watch this fucking match. These guys were out there fucking killing it. And, um, I did. I said, fuck notes. These guys had some great fucking spots in this match. Obviously, Brian Danielson could put on a fucking hell of a match anywhere, anytime. Um, Danielson picked up the, the win and then, uh, Menard and Parker come running out. Um, and then they start beating down on Danielson. Claudio and Yuta come out. They make the save. They start beating these guys up back towards the ramp. They go through the tunnel way. Jericho starts sort of slinking his way down to the ring, making his way down there, and um, gets in the ring. Rares back. He's got a chair. He rares the chair back to hit Brian. And um, because Brian's alone in the ring, Garcia grabs the chair. And, you know, he kind of, he's sitting there like, no, 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 no. Brian, Jericho turns around. Brian nails him with the flying knee. And Garcia did look a little, oops, I didn't mean to do that. But then again, who knows, right? Did he? Didn't he? No one really knows. Who knows? Guess we'll find out, won't we? All right. After that, we had the the wingmen. I haven't seen the wingmen yet. Uh, I've got to feel if that's a rampage or a dark thing. I just haven't seen them. Um, it was basically all the guys who are whose contracts are running out and are being, I mean, besides Marco stunt being in there, that's all they needed was to round that little group out. So uh, what are you going to do? But uh, it was the wingmen or jobber squad, whatever you want to call it. They're out there complaining and bitching. And suddenly W Morrissey comes out. I got it. This motherfucker looked even more jacked than the fucking last time we saw him on AEW. And he was looking very good, very healthy last time he was out on AEW. But I got to say, he was looking even more jacked this time. The guy looks fucking great, looks looks really healthy. I'm uh, I'm really happy to see it because I, I, I like the guy. He can, you know, got, got a good, good talk, good, great look, tall guy. Should be able to do something with him. So I'm glad he got his shit together. He was going through some hard times there, obviously, and made publicly um, his hard times. So glad to, uh, that's a hard time, daddy. You know what hard times is, daddy? No, I'm not going to do that for you. Uh, Anyway, he comes in and he takes out all the jobbers. He's taking them all out. And we see Stokely Hathaway walk into the ring. He's just giving out cards everywhere. Um, he gives Morrissey a card and he takes it and he leaves with Hathaway and Tony Schiavone's kind of like, Hey, uh, what's with all these cards? You're just kind of giving out cards. What's up with all these cards? And Hathaway goes, none of your business. And Tony doing his fucking job goes, well, yeah, it kind of is my business. I, I don't know if you realize it, but they pay me to fucking talk to you, idiot. All right, I paraphrased. 
A little. I paraphrased a little. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he wanted to say. Um, so Tony pushes for an answer, and Hathaway grabs him by the lapel and starts yelling in his face, I say it's not your business. But when you, I would say when you got uh, Morrissey looking down at you, you're just going to back off, which he did. He did back off. So after that, we get another uh, a, a segment with United Empire backstage. Don Callis goes back there and he starts praising uh, Will Ospreay and all those guys, basically buttering them up, just kind of, you know, getting them ready for later. Then we get Brick Baker, Jamie Hayter uh, versus Sheeta and Tony Storm. Decent match. Not too bad. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, Sheeta and Storm win the match. And, you know, they were... The match ends, and they're kind of circling each other in the middle of the ring. I swear, I don't know if anyone else was expecting what I was. I thought one of those two... One of them I thought was about to turn heel on the other. I honestly thought Sheeta was going to turn because she picked up the kendo stick. I really thought Sheeta was going to get... Once Jamie, once Tony Storm walked in front of her, I was like, oh, shit, she's going to hit her. And she didn't. And then Tony Storm walked behind Sheeta, and I'm like, oh, shit, she's going to hit her. And she didn't. And I'm like, man, I'm a little disappointed now because I kind of thought someone was fucking turning heel. Oh, well, they didn't. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Nothing you can do about that. But... um I, this actually was a pretty good match, though. I I, I really did. But um, like I said, I could use uh, I could use a lot more Jamie Hader on my television. I'll just leave it at that. I like me some Jamie Hader. And this is right where we had that little Miro, Darby, and Sting odd segment. It was like they were fucking Queen shooting a video in the dark room. Um, I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? That's that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of the Queen video. They're in this dark room. They got bad lighting, and they're just sort of walking up. I did like that we got a little, like I said, a little bit of Joker sting right there. But it did. It kind of just felt like a felt like a Queen video. <laughs> I was watching, but it made me laugh. If that made uh, if that made any and you know means anything to anybody, doesn't really matter. Um. So anyway, we get Punk. Punk's music hits. He comes walking down to the ring. He's kind of looking looking a little sad. He's sadly walking to the ring like, oh, man, I'm going to have to do this. Uh, all he needed was a salmon jacket, and uh, this would have looked very familiar. So Punk still looks sad. He grabs the mic. And some he starts this, and he starts talking about how he has 16 screws in his foot. And I guess some dumbass tries to start a Colt Cabana chant. And, uh, yeah, sorry, my back was itchy. And uh, Punk goes, by the way, that's 16 more times than this guy's ever been screwed in his life. <laughs> I mean, look, it was a cheap, cheesy little uh, little takedown. But, you know, I, I whatever. I get it. I, I It was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. You know, so I, I kind of like that they... Are allowed to do that. Every now and then you got to take a heckler to, down a peg. Comedians fucking do it. And, and professionals do it. it it's allowed. It's okay. Um, 
But he's doing this, talking about his foot, talking about how maybe he came back too early, blah, blah, blah. Kind of acting like he's hurt. Again, I got some uh, Salmon Jacket Mark Henry vibes a little bit here. And then Ace Steel comes out. And he's telling Punk that he starts telling, oh, this, this wasn't what we talked about you saying. I don't know what happened between here and there, but this wasn't what we talked about. I think that was a little dig at, oh, when you come out here and just go into business for yourself again? I think that's what that was. I think most people probably took it that way too. Um, but he starts firing up Punk. Next thing you know, he slaps Punk. And then Punk basically just cut this really passionate promo um, on Chicago. How much you love Chicago. Uh, and it was good stuff, man. It was really good stuff. Punk was up in the... I did get nervous when Punk decided to go into the audience. Um, the last time we saw Punk go into the audience, um, someone ended up knocked the fuck out. So I did get a little... I got a little nervous. That Punk was going to knock someone the fuck out. But uh, he didn't end up doing that. So uh, he went up there. The crowd was fucking loving him. He was in his hometown. Um, but a couple times there, you thought maybe he was going to take off again. That he did come back early. But instead, he ends up signing the contract. And like I said, he cut a, a, a very emotional and passionate promo on uh, Chicago. And I thought it was really good. I did. Uh, we had JR interviewing Christian and Jungle Boy. I got to admit, I did not hear a lot of this. I kind of came in here and did a little bit of work on the show. Um, I did hear a little bit of um, Jungle Boy talking about his dad uh, a little bit. So either way, I think that's going to end up being a good match. Like I said, you know, I, I definitely think Christian's not taking the win there. I think Jungle Boy needs that win there. And I think he'll definitely take it. So I think we're going to be just fine on that match right there. Now we got FTR. He's got that TNT championship over his shoulder. Uh, or I'm sorry, Wardlow has uh, the TNT championship over his shoulder. FTR has got all their titles with him. And they're up against these three jobbers. I don't think anyone had a question on who was winning this match. It was just nothing. It was just a simple fucking match. So they did what they did. Everything went down. And uh, obviously FTR and Wardlow won this match. So we get back from commercial and Moxley comes down. Moxley's fired up now. We already got fired up, Punk. Now we got fired up, Moxley. Mark, he's fired up, goddammit. He's pissed off. And he comes out. Basically, all he does is come out and confirm that it's him and Punk at All Out. So really, he came down pissed off for a confirmation. Just let that sink in. I get it. He's not supposed to, I mean, but we literally could have got a backstage segment for that. There was no reason to come on down and interrupt, you know, right off of a commercial. Uh, I would have taken the other match to be a little bit longer, to be honest with you. Cheers, folks. So, anyway, after that, we get this, another match that all I wanted to do was fucking take notes. I'm sorry, not take notes, but watch. Dante Martin, Roosh, Ray Phoenix, and Wheeler Yuta ended up in a four-way. I mean, just saying those names, I think you know it was a good match, and it was. It was a fantastic match with these four guys. I really enjoyed it. Um, Yuta picks up the win, which, uh, you know, he's got that P 
pure ROH championship. <laughs> so it's not surprising he would pick up that win. But uh, Yuta picks up the win there and um, didn't really mean anything. Uh, anyway, we get Reynolds and Silver backstage after that. And, uh, you know, they're still with Dark Order and they've, uh, they're minus one because uh, earlier in the show, um, whatchamacallit, uh, 10. 10. 10 was taken out last week, but he's taken out now. And they also took out Evil Uno. So they had no partner. Well, Adam Page returns because, you know, he's obviously upset that Punk talks shit about him because he's a thin-skinned little cowboy, too, obviously. That's what cowboy shit is, being a thin-skinned little bitch. I don't know. But um, Adam Page says, look, man, I'll be your partner. I got to tell you, that's this is, uh, I don't know about you guys, but this seems a little suspect to me. Little sus, little suspect. We'll see what happens, but uh, I think I think we should all keep our eyes open, see what Adam Page really does. That's my opinion. After that, we get the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega versus uh, United Empire. This was the main event. Um, another great match. I really felt like they had really. I mean, every match on this show tonight was really good, in my opinion. I thought they all had great matches. So you know, good stuff all around for this show. But um, you know, Omega gets the pin for the for, to give uh, him and the Young Bucks the win. But this was a great, another fantastic match. Great back and forth with these guys. Great spots. Now, listen, I know I always say for a Young Bucks match, you get the same match, you get the same shit. The Young Bucks are always going to get the same shit in. They do. They get their shit in, and they always will. But um, I really thought. It was a, a still a great match. Like I said, there was a few matches I just didn't even want to take notes. I just wanted to sit there and goggle and Google at the match. Yes, Google goggle at the match. So that's what I did, mostly. But um, looking around, folks, and I'm kind of thinking that's about all I got for you guys tonight. Um, I'll keep getting, hopefully I'll keep getting better at this YouTube thing. Like I said, I like the look of what I did tonight. I think this looks pretty cool. Um better than it did last week with the orange and everything up there i like i said i kind of like the whole blue electric thing with kind of like you're plugged into the wrestling the wrestling outlet i like that whole thing so uh, i'm just gonna kind of keep it rolling like this but um in the meantime guys like i said i really appreciate the chat room coming on in here i know it's a bit of an adjustment i've been on mixler for a long time um i appreciate you guys coming on in here and uh, like i said i'll work out how to get the chat on the screen and all that stuff i'm sure there's a way to do it i just haven't figured it out yet um i'm learning i just need to watch a obs video i guess or something like that but um i think that's really it once again i don't want anyone to forget i will be back here not this youtube but i'll be back on the hollywood hangout youtube and be doing spawn this week todd mcfarland spawn be reviewing that so definitely, uh, you guys want to come on by and check that out. I appreciate it. And subscribe to my to the Hollywood Hangout, everything like that. Subscribe to this too, right here, Wrestling Outlet. Just go ahead; you can pull it right up under Wrestling Outlet. Look for a little orange uh, Wrestling Outlet logo there, and you can go ahead and check that out. So check it out on YouTube. Obviously, you guys can always find this show on uh, Apple Apple uh, Podcasts. You can get us on Google. You can get us on Stitcher. You can get us on iHeartRadio. Anywhere. 
you guys get the old good podcasts from wherever you're downloading them from. That's where you're going to find it. So, uh, folks, I really got nothing else for you guys. I just really appreciate everybody stopping by. I appreciate everybody kind of making this little transition um, since Mixler's still not working. But uh, I'll be honest with you, I like this. I'm still a little, I'm not crazy about being on camera. Um, in basically in front of whoever wants to watch it in front of the world, but I'll, uh, I'll get over it. I'll get over it. Um, I can deal with it. Obviously if I'm doing the show, I can deal with it and I, I need to move my mic more in front. So I'm looking at the camera more because I, I know I tend to start looking over at the microphone and next thing you know, I'm looking away from everybody, but, um, I appreciate y'all bearing with me and, uh, just kind of, uh, joining up, joining up over here. And, um, that's it. I'm just very appreciative. Thank you guys very much. And uh, I'll be back here Sunday night. And I will, be, me and Smart, hopefully be back here Wednesday. Might be me again. I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go. Anyway, thank you, folks. I'm going to get an intro and an outro video going soon. So we'll have all that going. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll make it look like we almost know what the fuck we're doing here. How's that sound, folks? Anyway, on that note, see